Hello and welcome to the Turtle Tracks Podcast. This is your host, Brian Van Hooker. Uh, last year, I did uh, a story for Inverse Magazine. It was the oral history of The Last Ronin, where I spoke to um, pretty much everybody who worked on The Last Ronin comic book series. In addition to interviewing everybody there, I spoke to the guys at NECA, including Trevor Zamet and Paul Harding. The uh, Trevor's the brand manager for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Paul Harding was the lead sculptor on the Last Ronin action figures. So um, last year I spoke to them about those first two Last Ronin toys that uh, that were, have been released just recently. Um, I wasn't able to include any of this in the story itself, but I figured it's a bit of a bonus feature that I could use as a podcast episode. So here's uh, Trevor Zamet and Paul Harding from NECA. Uh, I guess to get so yeah so I guess to start um how did like when did it kind of come on your radar that you guys might be making a, a last Roman figure? I feel like it was a year and a half ago. Okay, um, but yeah, uh, it was it was a while ago. Oh no, it was a year. Uh, right, it was over a year ago. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, as as soon as the book was announced, I know like Randy I, and I were like these are going to be cool. We, you know, we should, and, and it, this was like a separate license, but it was, it was really, as soon as like the, the comics were announced, we were working with Nickelodeon and oh, IDW wow. to try. And that, you know, that took, I don't know, probably six months of kind of back and forth, you know, trying to, but that, you know, that's all Randy stuff. As soon as, as soon as Randy said we had locked it down, it was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, as just start sending us, images like we were talking to kevin eastman and he was sending us like just sketchbooks like full of drawings it was like unreal the amount of material like kevin had, you know and kevin's been working on this for years yeah so it was like you know it was just cool seeing all this like all this new turtle stuff and then it was um it was like okay how many figures can we make we definitely you know just the ronin himself is like such an awesome action figure and then um you know, looking through the schedule and like who's available for sculpting and Paul does so much work for us. And he's, he's always kind of like the number one go-to guy if he's available. Um, so I knew like Paul would be able to just knock this one out of the park, you know? So he was, um, he was available and, and then I sent him all the reference I had. And Yeah. It was a nice change from the cartoon stuff. It, you know, it had, it had an edge story-wise and, you know, visually. So that was exciting. And I, at that point, obviously I had read nothing about it, but I knew, you know, people around me uh, were really into the first issue. Um, so it was, that felt good, you know, from an uh, artist standpoint to see that people were really into it and it was, and it was edgy. Well, technique-wise, how do you like adapt something like that? Because that's cl very clearly a representation of the Escorza Brothers' artwork. I'm curious how you kind of, you know, three-dimensionalize that. That's a word. It's just uh, um, absorbing, <laughs> absorbing it visually, and and trying to put that onto the form as kind of as fast as possible. Um, but I've been doing this exact thing for so long. Sure. Taking, taking other artists' work and trying to realize it three dimensionally. Um, so, and Trevor knew that we had we'd worked together at other companies in the past, and we've done a lot of this kind of stuff. Before. Yeah, there. Yeah, Paul's super versatile. So, like, and again, just with working with these sculptors, it's good. 
you know, like Paul said, it's a good change of pace from working on the cartoon stuff. Like you do a couple cartoon figures and switch it up and do a comic book guy and, you know, do a movie figure. So, so it's, it's always good to keep the sculptors like kind of, you know, mixing it up so they don't get too burned out on one style. Um, mm. But yeah, Paul's great at interpreting, you know, all kinds of different, like he work, he's done tons of work for Marvel and DC and just for everybody. Um, you know, but then we, you know, Paul would send in a couple, like the, you know, a rough out of the sculpt. And then we start thinking like, oh, maybe if there's a texture here, you know, paint apps will kind of, you know, pick this up or you get some of that gritty, you know, style, you know, like the look of the comics, like you can just, you start planning ahead to, oh, here's some textures or we'll carve in some lines here. And, mm-hmm. you know, these paint hits will enhance this or just, you know, if it's sculpted deep enough, you get light and shadow playing into the, you know, it's, hmm. it's all kinds of just back and forth, like just kind of nitpicking every little detail to figure out like what, what'll look best where and right. You know, right. And even if some of the details aren't fully represented in the comic, we try to kind of fill in the blanks and. Oh, how so? Sort of. Well, it kind of, you know, what Trevor was just saying about <clears throat> how we'll add textures here and there and if it's not in every panel of the comic you know we kind of we sort of have to choose a style so if we see something on a shoulder pad that is only there once in one panel in the whole comic well we we are allowed to use that you know and if it looks the best out of any of the representations that we see in the comic then we're going to go for that and we're going to try to use that what was the biggest challenge with this one? Was there any, like anything that like stands out? It, well, it was a pretty, uh, um, uh, well, <clears throat> not just detail wise, but there was a lot of parts to it. You know, okay. if, when you look at a figure, when you're a collector and you look at a figure, you make, you make a quick judgment. Like I like it or I don't like it. But what you don't realize is that there's probably 70 parts that made up this one of one of these particular action figures. Oh well, and a lot of love goes into every part. Sure, and, yeah. You know, and there's got to be. You know, we think about tolerances. So it's artistic, but it's also it's, it's got that sort of engineering side to it. And when you're taking a comic book character, it it does have to be broken up into sixty or seventy parts, so it all has to flow. Still, it all has to look good, and we just we you know. We, I think we all want collectors to understand that. Is there anything in particular you were ha- like, is there anything like about these two figures that like you were particularly happy with? Like, oh, this part turned out great or this face was the best one or anything like that that you want to highlight? Um, overall, I'm really pleased with everything <laughs> from these, from these sure, two yeah. figures. And it was, it was fun to add the, the, uh, you know, the, all the wrinkles and the skin texture and stuff. But I think, you know, if Trevor's happy, then I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, they turned out great. And then, yeah, it's like, you know, Paul sculpts it and then it, he turns in the, the files and then we'll print it. And then it goes to the painters and, you know, so it's just, and then like, once we get the paint done, you know, we, we had the other thing too, going back to just like what some of the challenges were is like, this is an ongoing thing. And we were, working on this, like, I think we only had the first issue or maybe we had the second issue Okay. or early draft, maybe like they'd shared some pages. Like, I don't know if the second issue was even 
yeah. finished when we were sculpting these. So it's like, you're right. Oh man. Like I really, you know, once the, the, like the figure's not going to be out un- until, you know, now the whole book is concluded and it's like, Oh boy, I hope the costume doesn't change too much from issue one to issue five. And, oh, but it does. you know, and it does. It, yeah. So it's, it's always like, you know, just trying to plan ahead for that kind of stuff is tricky, but yeah, once it, once it's painted up and we, you know, we get samples back from the factory and then we can finally move it around and pose it and get some like cool, like moody lighting, like, you know, glamor shots of the figures. It's like, you just kind of hope it all comes together, you know, and it, this one, it, it certainly did. So, um, yeah, they're just, yeah, they look so cool. Like there's, and, and we are trying to plan like all the interchangeable parts. So there's, there's two figures, there's four heads and those are all interchangeable. You can put the hood on or take the hood off. There's, yeah. um, you know, a bunch of different hands, all kinds of weapons and cool accessories and stuff. So, um, and the, you know, the, there's so much like raw emotion and, and like the, the, so much stuff in the, the story is so, um, you know, kind of, it's just like dramatic. There's so much going on. And like Paul really captured, you know, some of the pain and the anguish that the characters going through, like there's one or two of those head sculpts that are just like, you can see all of the, you know, just everything that he's gone, like there's the tragedy and everything in his face. It's like, there's just, there's tons of just cool detail and, and expression in, in the figures. So. Yeah. That's a good point. Like uh, one thing uh, you touched on a little bit, Paul, but like, like, you know, guy, you guys have done hundreds of turtle figures at this point, but like, this is the first modern turtles anything you guys have done much, yeah everything we've done up until this point has all been the retro it's like we stick yeah. to the, the classic cartoon you know the mirage comics the class the movies the original henson movies and in the video games it's all been retro so yeah this was the first modern thing with mm-hmm. idw or or any 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 turtle stuff so that, it was exciting it was particularly tasty you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I think that covers most of it. Is there anything else you guys want to say about the process or anything? Like that? Oh, oh, like, did you like, uh, like, did you show it to Eastman and he geeked out over anything like that? Like, is there anything else you want to share? Oh, yeah. East, yeah. Eastman. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin was super cool um, to work with. Again, it was just like, you know, Kevin would send, he sent us his sketchbooks and uh, you know, he was just, he's great. He's so great to work with. And, you know, we're just sharing stuff back and forth and, um, yeah, we'd send him photos of the sculpt and of the paint master and, and he would, he really was just always like very complimentary and just geeking out. Like, you know, like I would, like Paul would send in images and I, I would just be like, Oh my God, this is so cool. And there was a, and then we send it to Kevin and then Kevin's just like, Holy crap, this is amazing. Like, so we we're just the whole process. We were excited and just geeking out like kids, you know, it was just so much fun to work on, um, every step of the way. Um, and I think this, once the sculpt was done, you can correct me, Trevor, that this went like right into production. There wasn't like a wait time. It, no, not yeah. There wasn't much. It was, that was a big, this one was a big priority. We wanted to just like, you know, okay. keep yeah. it moving and, you know, and we're, you know, we were getting like approvals pretty much just through Kevin. Um, you know, so um, everything was very like streamlined and we just, we tried to make sure it just went, uh, it went as quick as possible. So, um, you know, we wanted to have, we wanted to have them in time, like production samples. We wanted to have in time for toy fair, you know, cause yeah. they're, 
when you have the actual production sample, like I said, you can pose it and kind of play with it. It's more than just like a static paint master that's all brittle resin. You know, you can't really move them. So, um, yeah, so we wanted to have that big photo gallery and everything to share online, you know. Um, but, and this, this hasn't been announced. I don't know when this is coming out, but probably in the next, uh, in the next few weeks, you know, we'll have the final packaging to show off. And, um, okay. even that it's really cool. We're working with Ben Bishop, who was one of the illustrators on the book. Um, Ben's doing all the illustrations, uh, you know, doing like covers for there. The, the packaging is very similar to like what we're doing with like ultimate predators, you know, where it's like, this really cool illustration on the, on the front panel, you know, and that opens up and then there's like the window box display. So, um, you know, we've got Paul sculpting these guys. We've got, you know, working with Kevin and Ben. Um, it's just, they're, it's been such a fun, uh, project from start to finish. You know, Trevor, this is a, probably a question for you, but I don't know if you could speak to this more generally but like you know as a long time turtles fan like uh, can you speak at all to like what like why turtles merch is such an important part of like i don't know turtles i don't know if you can if that's too lofty a statement <laughs> i don't know i mean it's it's always been that way like yeah. <clears throat> you know those those original toys from toy fair really are what lit the fire yeah you know to begin with it's there's just always been this like onslaught of like Ninja Turtle stuff, you know, like there's the breakfast cereal and sure, the, yeah. the bed sheets, and you know, there's just like yeah. you had it was turtle everything, you know. So it's just that's been since we were kids, it's been in like ingrained in us, you know. So yeah, kind of like that, I don't know. I think that's part of the point why I wanted to like talk to you guys about this because it kind of like not to say like something isn't official until there's a toy of it, but with turtles, it almost kind of is, right? Like that cemented is like this is a huge part of turtles like i don't know they're just I mean, so fun yeah i think the, the the toys and the cartoon definitely went hand in hand no question for that yeah. generation i mean but turtles was not specifically the generation that when the toys came out the kids that were collecting the toys and watching the cartoon i mean there was almost 10 years before that where a whole different generation right of older guys were reading the comic <clears throat> so i think it's definitely cartoon and the toys were meant to be together right sure. yeah. with all that all that 80s all the 80s tie-in toys yeah there's i don't know there's just certain characters that you know it's it's great to watch the cartoon or great to watch the movie or read a comic book but there's something about certain characters that are just so cool like you want to have a figure to play with or there's something that just like you know it's in your head like there's just it, it, your imagination's running wild and you just have, you know, there's, you need a statue of this guy. You need a figure of this. You need, you know, there, you need more, right. You just, yeah. Like, some things are so cool. It leaves you wanting more and turtles is certainly. And there's so many, things. there's so many cartoons and shows and characters and content that everybody has a different memory of. Yeah, for a sure. Favorite, a favorite character. Right. Well, Randy um, just set this precedent of like, you know, he just wants whoever is like interested in the property. It's like you kind of put your focus on this and just make sure it looks cool. Like it's we we're always making stuff that we would want to buy. You know, Dude, yeah, absolutely. And so that was that was always Randy's kind of strategy. 
making figures. So we're just making, we're making all the stuff that we, you know, we wanted as kids or whatever. And like, it's, you know, you guys over, like time and time again, like just like knock it out. It's been great. So I'm, I'm, I, as Paul, you don't know this, but like Trevor does, I, I get literally everything NECA puts out as far as turtles goes. So it's just, I don't miss anything. So well, yeah, you can see behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and my neck is in like my neck is shits elsewhere. Like it's all the way on the other side because I I just running out of room constantly. So all right, guys. I appreciate talking to you. And uh yeah, Paul, nice to meet you. And uh awesome work. I I'm very excited to get these. So I uh nice, thank, uh, you, so, nice thank you so much, Brian. Yeah, no problem. Take cool. it easy. Thanks, man. Turn